Welcome to This, That, and the Other. I'm Laura. And I'm Fiocra. This is a podcast of Miscellany. You'll hear our reflections, deep thoughts, and shared experiences. It includes stories of us you may or may not know about. With some banter, laughter, and chat, we hope this podcast series keeps you entertained. Or even makes you think back in time yourselves. Let's get into it. This, that, and the other. How are you doing, Fiocra? I'm doing pretty good. How are you? How are you doing, Laura? I'm doing okay. Uh, this episode, I thought we'd talk about the 10 years of death. We've, I mean, the 10 years we've been married together. <laughs> of fun and excitement and adventures. Till death do us part. Yes, exactly. Uh, we've been married 10 years this year. That we, we sort of celebrated our anniversary this past summer. I don't know. Well, I don't know if we celebrate. I tried to I tried to get you to a restaurant, but you you declined. Yeah, that's not disgusting. Okay, so we celebrated at home with a nice meal, and uh, it was funny. I was going through some things, trying to clear the decks, clean up my office. Mm, it's in progress. <laughs> yeah, you could say that. <laughs> you want to tell? You want to describe it to our listeners? Well, it just looks like a library came in and like uh, puked into the room. You know, I got a lot of books. So what? I like to read. Mm-hmm. One of us is illiterate. Sure. Okay. Um, so when I was going through, so there's books. I'm doing the joy of work where Mary Kondo says to like do things for your house. This is for your office. I don't know. The book was okay, but it did inspire me to go through my files. And that's really what I started to do is go through some books, some files and some mementos. And I thought it'd be fun to talk about, I guess, love in the pandemic. Like people are falling in love these days. You have nothing to say about that? I don't have to fall in love. But yeah, I guess they are. Well, people get on with life regardless. Like, life still moves on. People get married and move in together and all that sort of thing. Yeah, and that, so that's the comment to you I made. Would you get married in a pandemic? Sure. I mean, I get married, I wouldn't have a big celebration. Would you like that, though? I don't know. Yeah, we're listening to the news, we're hearing people talk, and we have friends who got married and some who didn't. And I don't know if I would get married in a pandemic, because we had a big party. Yeah. But on the flip side, I mean, if you just wanted to get get it done and not have to wait, because who knows how long you're going to have to wait. So let's say you're frugal, like the Irishman I'm with. Uh, you could also... What? I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. No, but say you do want to save some money. Just teasing you. Save any money in the wedding, I'll tell you that much. I know. That's what I'm saying. So if you did want to get married now and save some money, you could elope. You could do it with a couple witnesses. You could have small groups in part of the world. You could... I don't you know. You could do it on Zoom. Ugh. I would not get married on Zoom. Well, you could. I'm telling you, people are doing it. Would you get married on Zoom? I'd Why not? To, okay, I'd come to your wedding then. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not invited. Oh, <laughs> no. Um, so I thought this episode, we talk a little bit about a 10-year reflection. Um, our Your perspective, my perspective. And I found this funny book that your mother gave us. Do you want to tell our listeners? It's called uh, Our Engagement Journal, Sharing Hopes and Dreams in the Run-Up to Our Wedding Day. God, I even see that subline. That's, that's magical. Uh, do you remember what your mom said? You know what Carol said to us? When? When she gave us this book? No. She's like, now, I hope you're going to put a lot in there and then maybe share this with me later. <laughs> oh, yeah, that sounds familiar, all right. Yeah. So um, the idea was like for premarital couples to go through. And I thought we'd uh, do some questions in this book retrospective. Like We don't have to reflect back on our wedding day. We could talk about this bits and pieces, but this episode is really <clears throat> the questions you should ask each other. Before you go through with it, whether it's on Zoom or in a big room, <laughs> love in a pandemic, wedding style. Um, this is a funny journal. I don't know where your mother found this. Clearly, it's from Ireland, I'm guessing. Uh, I don't know. Well, let me just take a look at this publishing. London and New York. Okay, it could be either or. 
Uh, so the idea is to talk about beginnings, all about us, celebrations, our wedding day, the honeymoon, and the first year. God, where do you want to dive into? What questions do you want to hit? I, I think we only like filled it in so far. I, don't, I didn't get past the wedding day, I don't think. This is not a read aloud. We're not reading our answers I know. Out. I'm just telling you. That's how much work we put into it. Yeah. And, and as you said, oh, what, you've got writing in this? <laughs> I just like to... Yeah, I did notice that my writing, uh, chicken, your chicken scratch was in there too. Um, so like, I think, <laughs> yeah, we didn't spend a lot of time because we we're also, pl we planned, we we planned our own wedding, like a little project, like it was, we project managed that crap. It like felt like a conference. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but it was well organized. It was a week long adventure. We had it in my hometown area and St. Catharines in Niagara Falls, Canada. And uh, it was kind of like a destination for everyone, except for like 20 or 30 people <laughs> that live there. So... For your family? Some of my immediate family, but some of... Uh, and some immediate friends of the family. But other than that, most people I know live in other places these days. And you did too. Like half our... Actually, all of our wedding... We had a small like UN for our wedding party. Mm -hmm. And people flew in from Dubai, Italy... Name countries. Japan. Australia. Uh, parts Ireland, of, England. Parts of the US, Canada. Yeah, so we had a hodgepodge of different people that were uh, kind of in our wedding party. Um, <laughs> would you like to talk about how we met or first impressions? Sure. Well, we, we met uh, one day. I'd, I'd, we'd, I, I had some, some friends... Um, and they were, they said we we're going to go skydiving and everybody at the time said, yeah, that's a great idea. Let's go and do it. So after week after week, dude, the group dwindled to where it was only actually two of us doing it. So, uh, as far as I knew, there were two of us. I got up in the morning, um, this, uh, girl and her boyfriend was the one doing it and I was going to do it as well. And then you jumped in the car at about 6.30 in the morning or something like that. And... We were on our way out to do the one day skydiving. Yeah, we went to do a skydive course where you actually had to learn how to um, see if the chute was there and square. It was like a static line. And to do that in Canada, where we were at the time, um, to jump out by yourself, not being strapped to someone, because those you could just go. You have to do like a five-hour course, at least in Ontario, Canada. Um, so you had to we do, had to do this course, and uh, myself, Andrew, you, and I went. Claire didn't come. She just, no. dro she just dropped us off, kind of yeah. like little kids. And so we dropped, got dropped off, and we had to wait around. And, like, we saw you sign up for a jump. We got a jump book and a T-shirt. And Andrew and I are very sarcastic. We went to university together. Uh, Shooter is his name and what we know him by. Uh, so we were, like, making fun of you. Like, what's it going to be, the next flying Elvis? Hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> you, you were not impressed. But we thought we were funny. We're killing time because, like, someone else in the group in the course had run through an Avondale, which is equivalent to a 7-Eleven or some other... Was it cool in Ireland? Spar. Spar. They drove through a store front window and said, yeah, we should still go skydiving. Let's get there. So we knew our shoots were going to come out that day. Yeah, so we had to wait for them for an hour. Everybody got delayed. Yeah, so we did this. Uh, we eventually did this course. Um, you learn how to jump out, stand on the struts. Uh, if you doesn't, if your shoot is not there and is not square, you pull up your, your backup shoot. And yeah, so we did that and we did a test and we jumped out. We only, I only went once. You only went once too. Is that yeah, right? Yeah, I think because it started raining, so we weren't even sure if we were going to get out the first one because we were delayed already. Um, I don't, because I think so. I, I didn't, don't think we had the opportunity to do it twice that day. 
And so, yeah, the weather got a little rough. And then it's a whole subculture I learned about that day. There's, like, people who do this for fun. And we have a friend's fiancé who does this all the time. Like, it seems like a lot of work for such a little jumping out. Like, what is it, like, five minutes floating down? Yeah, not even, probably. Yeah, it probably is, in, like, including the, when you're actually open to shoot. Yeah, and then, so you and I end up being in the plane because uh, our friend was festively plump, and they went, they based it on weights, and so we were in different, like, things. I had a brown jumpsuit. You look like a prison inmate. I was a part, no, orange, I was orange, yeah. Uh, yeah, and so uh, your jumpsuit, uh, you jumped out. You were about to jump out, and I was like, turn your helmet around, and you are like, eh, good one, Laura. <laughs> and the instructor said, no fear, Craig. you can't jump out of here until you actually turn your helmet around. And you're like, what? Yeah, I thought it was on the right way. It felt more comfortable that way anyway. You have a small head, I think. Yeah. So, um, not, not while we're podcasting. Your dog wants to contribute. Um, so, it was a one-time adventure, and then we hung out and went for dinner. And, like, I like it was just fun. We had a good day, all three of us, and I never really thought much of it. Like, I talked about you on the subway with fr- a friend Jen at work, and then she's like, oh, was, is he single? I was like, I never thought about that. I was like, we just went out and had dinner and... That was it, as far as I was concerned. Yeah. So that's how we met. Mm-hmm. Adventures. And then I guess we stayed in touch because we had the same group of friends and we'd go to potlucks and stuff like that. Yeah. Apples to apples. Game nights. Oh, yeah. We did like um, a holiday gift, not gift, cookie exchange. We swapped baked goods and had like a game night and they played apples to apples. That was a great game. Do you know who introduced me to that game? No. Brother Ron's sister, Susan. Okay. From Detroit. So I learned that game in Miami and my American friends. They know all the games, the Americans. <laughs> um, so I learned that it's that matching card game. And you and I enjoyed that game because we had like the same sense of humor or something. We thought the same things were funny. Yep. Yeah, which most of the group didn't. So Yeah, what does that say about our friends? Yeah. They just had different sense of humor for those things. Yeah. So we we I liked uh, we had some good banter. We swapped stories and we stayed in touch because we both like to travel and adventure and um, yeah. I think that's it. And then you just we just got meet up at friends gatherings of stuff. Mm-hmm. And you came my birthday. Yep. You came to like my twenty eighth birthday, and you were one of the few. Like a bunch of people came to a pub, and we had like drinks and food. There's about like a, a group, a big group of people, and then oh, yeah, the Elephant Castle. The Elephant Castle, yeah. And then I was in Toronto, and then we went to what I call Cougar Eighties Dance Party down at I can't remember the bar, but it, it was only Kristen, Amy, and my friend Dave from university, and you were the only other dude. And Kristen's like, "You've got two guy friends to dance. This is amazing." And I was like. <laughs> I was like, apparently she doesn't have guy friends to dance. And I was like, oh, my guy friends dance. And so uh, she's like, this is awesome. And then we just stayed in touch. But you were still dating someone at the time. so. Mm-hmm. But you told me you liked me that night. so. Yeah. Not appropriate. <laughs> Ladies, gentlemen, your partner says they're still dating someone. They like you. Red flag. Don't go there. Yeah, there was other stuff going on there, too. Anyways, just wait. Do your own thing. I was, I was, I'd already moved to Dallas at that stage. Yeah, you had left Toronto and moved to Texas, and uh, I was back for a week or something like that. Yeah, you had work or something back here, or you're back, and yeah, so I don't know. I think we, I think it was like we got to know each other, and that was kind of nice. I didn't, as much as we jump into things, I feel like we got to know each other, and then we lived from a, we lived from a distance for a long time. Our first, almost, almost two years, not quite. Was it that long? Yeah, like okay. 18 months. So we got to know each other over 
uh, a platform that's maybe used a bit more in the pandemic? Skype? Does yeah. anybody use that? Anymore? I feel like people do, but they also got bought by Microsoft doing it. Yeah, I think so. Yep. Yeah, so I so we started saying it's just by Skype. We wrote letters. We'd meet up every few weeks. Somewhere in between Dallas and Toronto? Yeah, like either one of us was traveling or had a conference and something or visiting friends and then you'd come. So we stayed in touch. So that was like the beginnings. Um, and dating was funny in those first few years because, uh, yeah. So like th- these are the questions it asked. So I'll just go through the book. It said how we met, our first dates. We're not going to get to those juicy gossips now. Cause I don't want Carol to know. Um, what else? Oh, these are weird questions like sexiest date. Mm. This is what your mom wants to read. <laughs> she probably got this book made. Yeah, probably. Strangest date, funniest date, most fabulous date. Oh, yeah, that was good. An eight-course taster menu in Dallas. That's a, That restaurant didn't even exist anymore. It's a French mm-hmm. cuisine, eight tabletop or something like that. There were twenty six. Six tables, eight tables, yeah, eight tables. Yeah. This is downtown, and we—I still have never been up Reunion Tower. We stayed in the hotel downtown. I still—we—we we lived in Texas for twelve years. I still haven't been up to Reunion Tower. They were doing renovations or something. Yeah, yeah, I, I booked a hotel for for that. Yeah, for that night, and then we went to go up, with, and then after that, we're doing refurbishment, so we couldn't. Oh <laughs> ah, well, that's fine. Um, we've stayed in that hotel before too, so a lot of staycations in Dallas. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they have the proposal. And all that, and sharing the news. They ask about he said, she said. You, there's no he said here. It's blank. He said, fuck all. <laughs> <laughs> I, you fell out the rest of it, so don't blame me. Said what? Said what? He said. What did you say to me? I said, do you want to get married? Oh, you're reading what I wrote? So you can't remember. No, not, you're not. <laughs> no, I, I, wasn't, I can't read your writing, so you know I'm not going to like, I'm not reading it. I think right clearly. Anyway, so, and then that's what you asked. You're like, and I was like, yeah, I guess. Why, you want to get married? And you're like, yeah. I went, wait, are you asking me? And you're like, yeah. I was like, that, no, we don't need to get married. <laughs> That's what I said. Yeah. Because I was like, ah, I just started a PhD. We just moved into a house. What's the rush on this? Because what happens in an Irish relationship usually? Tell, tell the audience. Yeah, you should usually be uh, dating for 10 years. Minimum 8 to 12 years, yeah. <laughs> it's like a small sentence before. It's like a test run of marriage. So I don't, I feel like people do jump into marriage right away, though. Some people do, yeah. It's weird. Well, we were older as well. You were still older. <laughs> no, but like most people would get, I feel, would get engaged or get, get married younger. I guess, yeah. I was like, I was in, just th- turned 30. You were like 35, maybe. Yeah, I guess. Well, older. What's older? Most people we knew got married older. Didn't we? No, maybe not. No. Hmm. Yeah, I guess it's the age and time and place. Um and I just said, we really don't have to. Uh, but then I was like, you're like, but we can have a party. Yeah. So this goes back to my wedding in a pandemic. Would you get married during the pandemic? Or would you wait until... So this goes back to my question. Would you get married in a pandemic? Or would you wait till afterwards to have a party? I think you get married during the p- pandemic. I mean, you can wait, but then you don't know what's going to happen. And you don't know what people, what situation of everybody is going to be like after that as well. Some people could be dead. Well, I would marry you now because you're American, so I'd marry for your citizenship then. Well, you're <laughs> I know, you're but like, let's say I wasn't, and it would be a citizen. Well, you wouldn't mean unless you're like, married to me, unless you're married to somebody else who's American. True. So I would have had to find someone else before you last 10 years, <laughs> and it's a long shot way. No, I think, um, I think 
yeah, I think I don't think, unless you really have to get married now for some reason, I think I'd wait. Okay. You would get married? I think so, yeah. So you're like, we are how we are now. And you were like, we met. We've been dating for a couple of years. You'd be like, let's get married. You're like, oh, I love you so much. We've been locked in this house. Well, I know two people I work with who've got married in the last month or so. Okay, go on. Why did they get married? I didn't ask them. Jeez. You're not your mother's son. Um, <laughs> I assumed they got married because they wanted to get married to each other and were in love or whatever. I don't know. Why not wait another year? What's another eight months? Year. No? Because they'd already planned to. Mm-hmm. So they wanted to change it. Do they have to downsize their wedding? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. We had friends we were supposed to go to. Kirkrad. Uh, he got married and had a smaller. He can only have 50 people in mm-hmm. Toronto. Um, and there's places here that you can only have like maybe 30 or 15. But 25, yeah. That one out in somewhere in Washington at 300 people. That's like the size of the town. <laughs> Um, so, I don't know. I'd probably wait and have a big party afterwards when more people could travel. Yeah, you could still have a party afterwards. You didn't have to have the wedding afterwards. But why get married? This is my thought. This is my philosophy back when you asked me. Why do we have to get married? Oh, <laughs> we can change that if you want. <laughs> Sweet divorce. <laughs> this episode's now called A Divorce in the Pandemic. <laughs> um, yeah, I do think it was, uh, it, it was fine. I, so, we, looking back at this book, it talks about the proposal, the ring, sharing the news. There was no ring. We went ring shopping later. Yeah, there was no ring for the proposal. Yeah. You call yourself a project manager. I wasn't planning it. I wasn't like, I didn't, obviously I didn't plan ahead. What? That seems so unlike you. You have a spreadsheet for everything. Yeah, I know, yeah. Um, so and I obviously had like a couple of too many drinks that night at a car park. <laughs> oh, drinks in the backyard is where it happened. Uh, we shared the news and do you remember what my dad said? Nope. Uh, I just remember we called them and they were having brunch or something. It must have been like, I don't know, maybe it was like Labor Day weekend or something like that. And then I just remember it got silent. Like, everyone's like, yay! Colleen and Katie were there. And Mike said... Oh, about my name? About no. Colleen? No? No, that was later. He said... Oh, that was later he said, uh, I was never consulted about this. <laughs> do you remember that? Oh, insignificant. Mike? Make no, it. I do remember it. But why, why do you think he had to be consulted? Hmm? Why did he think he had to be? Yeah. Because he's old school. And what's old school? So you can explain to our, some of our listeners who may not have old school parents. That they expect the, the groom to ask for permission. Yeah. That's a weird concept. Yeah, it's just like, that's the way, mm, that's historically. Can I marry your daughter or son and then have their dowry? I don't know. It's weird. Listen, the whole thing about marriage is weird to me. Hey, if I was getting a dowry, I would have asked. <laughs> well, maybe you would have if you didn't ask. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I do think it's really funny that, um, I don't know, there's all these traditions that are like very, I don't know, traditional and yeah. weird. So I don't think we followed, we followed some, but not really. Um, the rest of this next part in this journal talks about us, about him, about her. I don't think he filled out crap all about this. So let's just see about him. Oh. You did put a little bit about your family. Good. And it's nothing. Nothing. No goals. No dreams and wishes. <laughs> no special people. No close friends. <laughs> well, that says a lot. All right. I put it into my side party. <laughs> <laughs> um, they have a section on, like, as clearly, we aren't traditionalists, so this book is really funny now that we're going through this. Um, the bridal shower. 
Uh, did that happen? Oh, it happened the week of. That was like the conference week. We had different events that week. You guys went to go play a snooker somewhere? That was just to get us out of the house. Because they set up a stripper pool in my parents' house. Mm-hmm. That they almost couldn't get out, which was hilarious. <laughs> Do you want to like explain that? Oh uh, yeah, more? yeah, yeah. There was no stripper in the house. There was a stripper instructor. It was all women ages seventeen to seventy in our house. And there's like weird things like penis cookies. Listen, I do it for the people who want to have a party. I give zero fucks about this. Um, but they had like cocktails and um, they had uh, I believe Tara and friends brought eighty styles costumes. And she had this like pole that she teach people to do moves. And part of the pole spun out. I just remember your sister Kira's like, oh, I'm not going to do that. And then she took out the pin and saw that the pole went. She's Kira's like, there's my waiver. I'm in. <laughs> um, so it was, it was, I guess it was fun. It was a good way to get, so everyone could get to know each other. Like our families had never really met because mine live in Canada and yours are all now in Ireland. Mm-hmm. You're all in Ireland then, apart from my brother, I think. He was in Australia then. Yep. Yeah. So it's like, it's very funny to ask about like memories of this. Like we didn't, I don't care what the refreshments were. I was like, favors, none. I, like, I literally wrote the word none. Like, these are the shit this asks. But, like, I guess this goes back to heteronormative, like, wedding traditions. Wait, are the favors not the penis cookies? No, those would be, like, refreshments or snacks or, I don't know. Well, you didn't write those in. No, I remember them because they were just weird. Um, I'd say, like, this is, oh, this is, like, bachelor party, what they made me drink, golden Cadillac. Yeah, I don't know. So, these are stuff I wrote... I don't know. I guess I was writing in this so I could have a memory of something like that. We did go... Oh! You wrote some of this. Uh, you did... We did go on a wine tasting tour with our bridal party. Yeah, and some p- other people who travelled from Ireland. Michael and Aunt were on it. That's right. Oh, and my other aunt, was she there at that stage? No, Luke and her friend? Yeah, I think so. Oh, maybe not. Um, we there, there were like 14 or 20 of us or something. Was we rented a bus. Yeah. yeah, I went to some wine tasting around Niagara on the Lake. You and all had gone out and played snooker and had some beers the day before. Like, we had, like, we had a pub meetup. I am reading here on Flirty Memories. Steve organized for a stripper to arrive midway through the poker tournament to, delight, to the delight of everyone who played. Hmm. Blonde-haired Eastern European... Young lady, I managed not to get too embarrassed. Interesting. <laughs> and then Mal ended up in my bed Friday night. CBD, Saturday night. So you essentially slept with two of your two friends. Yep. That sounds about right. Yeah, they, they couldn't find her. They were kicked out of the rooms. I don't think Mal was able to rent a place in the end, and CDB was just too drunk to be able to go back to wherever he was staying. Didn't Maliki end up in the hospital that trip? Yeah. He jumped over something? No, he dislocated something. His knee, dancing on... He had an issue with a pre-existing condition, and he managed to put it out again on the dance floor. So, these are... That these, was in Galway. In that Ireland. was in Galway, yeah. You, separate, you right? went home and yeah. did something separate, yeah, that's right. Um, yeah, so there, like, we, we make note of some things here and there, but uh, overall, like, I think these are all traditions that people won't be doing during the pandemic. Unless they do them on Zoom. Yeah, or unless they don't care and just, like... Going to have COVID. This guy saves so many people so much money. I feel like the, these charades of weddings cost a lot of money. Um, so, overall, yeah, these, we're not going to go through all these questions. There is the wedding day, the honeymoon. I feel like... Um, toasts. Toasts. Who gave toasts? The menu. Yeah, they go through a bunch of these memory things. So, we should ship this back to your mother. Maybe she'll have a good read. <laughs> 
yeah we did we didn't fill out anything about this mom's reaction dad's reaction that'd be hilarious so i feel good about what we filled out or i filled out mainly yeah you have, you have some scribble in there okay so lessons of love in the pandemic i think you'll still love them afterwards and if you're still with them now after eight or nine months of lock-in they might be the one yeah, I think there's lots of different circumstances that can determine what's going to happen during these times, right? Yeah. Because we, first of all, we don't have any kids, which takes a lot of stress out of Oh, like for us. I was trying to give advice to other people. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, I'd say then. It depends. Have as much, keep to each other, keep give each other space. Yeah. Move to a really big house where, you know, I see each other for like eight hours a day. <laughs> And I do think the space matters. I think having, oh, huge. having your own, even if it's a nook in your closet where you record podcasts, let's say, like, like it's, I think having some sort of space to do your own thing is important. Yeah. And not being on top of each other the whole time. That's so, the space thing. Yeah. yeah. And then what else would advice? Um, maybe like find other hobbies or things you used to do on, let's say if you had snow days or like, I don't know, there's not a lot of, a lot of things you do that safely distance you and some outdoor activities like hiking and running and walking. Well, if this is for you and your partner, then you don't need to be socially distancing. Or you mean from other people? Yeah, in general. Well, how to stay sane, essentially. Yeah, you can play games and stuff like that. Go outside and go hiking, running, something outside. Pick up a hobby. Like, let's say you've got 700 wine corks in the garage and you said you'd do something with them. Sounds like an interesting one. (laughs) (laughs) I, I'm saying this on the podcast, so our <laughs> listeners can later ask in other episodes, oh, what's Fierke doing with those corks? Mm. To be determined, <laughs> he's thinking and looking up to the right. Um, yeah, I think I think it's a trying times for love of the pandemic. So anyone who's thinking about locking it up, literally in lockdown, um, think about some of the questions that you would ask yourself 10 years from now. And would you still want to be with that person? I'm, I'm thinking about them myself. <laughs> <laughs> what, what, what are those questions? Um, I think, is this someone you could like endure challenging times like this? Is it someone that you could, is this a person who could support you and be a true partner? Um, but I don't know if you're able to answer those questions at that point in your relationship. So that's... You're just like judging, right? You can't like, you're not going to know 100% what anybody's like until like, you experience it. Yeah. I think you need to go through things with people to understand. So go through... A few seasons and uh, go through some of this experience. And if you come out of it, then get married. I don't know. Or don't. <laughs> Screw the system. Or, yeah, or don't, don't. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, I guess that's that's it for this episode. Any, any advice you want to bestow before we wrap up? No, just find somebody that you get along with, I think, is more the most important thing or anything else. Yeah. Yeah, so you can have a little bit of chat and banter and encourage you to make a podcast with maybe. Mm-hmm. Not sure about that part. <laughs> or you can have a laugh. That's that's an important part. Who twists your arm into making a podcast? Well, I don't know. Who who you like to have a chat with and a laugh with is yeah. I think a good thing to do. All right. Well, until next time, fake. Okay. Bye. Bye. Be sure to listen to the next episode by subscribing to our podcast. If you're a family or friend listening to this, you know how to find us. So let's catch up. Until then, we'll be chatting about this, that, and the other.